0: Hello, I'm Peter Marara, and I'm Aiden Babbitt, and welcome to Off-Broadway, a podcast where two theater students who think they know more about theater than they actually do, talk about theater.
1: Indeed we do. How are you doing, Aiden? I'm going to start out with that. How are you doing? <laughs> I'm, doing I'm doing pretty well. How's, uh, how's your quarantine I uh, haven't done way? anything today. I have just stayed in my pajamas yeah, for the past six hours. And uh hopped on here to record. Yeah, absolutely. What about you, Peter? How you doing?
0: I'm alright. I'm I watched There's Something About Mary this morning. Pretty funny movie. For mm-hmm. kinda of forgot about it as a movie, but it's pretty funny. Yeah. We like a good nineties rom com, so
1: for sure. I actually also watched a movie today. Um not a great movie, but it's in preparation for our episode today, so why don't you uh, tell everyone what that's about?
0: Oh, okay. Yeah. So today we're going to be covering the movie musical. So we're going to be focusing on musicals that were made for the stage, but then got adapted into a film, not the other way around. So not movies that were films and then got turned into musicals. We can cover that in a later episode, like something like Mean Girls, where it was made into a musical. We're strictly talking about musicals meant for the stage that were then made into films. So, uh, we're going to be covering our favorite ones, our least favorite ones, what what we like about the genre as a whole, and what we don't like necessarily. So, uh, I guess we can start off with our favorite movie musicals, and oh, also we're going to be getting into questions at the end uh, that some of our listeners submitted through our Instagram. There it is, Off Broadway Pod. Yeah, uh, at Off Broadway Pod on Instagram, give us a follow. Uh, We'll be posting content on there weekly uh, just about what our next episode is about and what, uh, if you have any questions, you can DM us and we will be sure to include them in the pod.
1: Yeah. Um, So sort of back to the movie I watched this morning, I um, tortured myself and watched the Cats movie musical. Ooh, that's Let me tell you, it was, it was atrocious.
0: I think it's so funny yep. because the same director of that movie directed The King's Speech, which is a great movie. Right?
1: And yeah, also Tom Hooper, and, like...
0: yeah, and also Les Mis the movie, which I thought I don't I thought it was pretty good. I don't know. Oh, really? You thought le- you didn't like Les Mis.
1: The movie musical? Yeah, well, I did not.
0: Oh. Okay, I liked the really the only part of it I did not I was not too fond of was russell crowe just because he could okay not, he could not hold a tune
1: yeah no he was he was bad i mean we're already getting a little bit off topic but because we're definitely going to talk about lame Miz. i feel like lame is is like we can just cover, it now. We it, can just cover to... it now sure yeah, yeah absolutely i don't it's not as bad like people love to hate the lame is music movie musical and it's mm-hmm. not as bad as i think some people say it is but it is not good. Russell Crowe. Come on, man. Yeah. Russell.
0: I mean, it was meant for the stage. So just absolutely. I mean, seeing, I saw the image on Broadway before I saw the movie and I just think, I don't know. It's meant for the stage. And I don't, I don't really think it needed a movie.
1: I can like, I can get where they were coming from just because it was, it like is a huge musical And it is a musical that I think has, like, it's, it's, like, very plot driven. And there is a lot of, like, meat there to, like, dive into for film. However, I just don't think they went about it in, like, the best way possible. I think the casting was interesting. And I think a lot of the choices were interesting. Like, who? Who are you? Russell Crowe is, like, the big one. Yeah. I wish they had. Yeah. I wish they had used (laughs) more. Like they had Aaron Tveit, who I thought was great. Um, yeah, Ithaca yeah. alum, represent.
0: Boom, there it is.
1: Um, Hugh Jackman, but... I thought did well. Uh, then again, you know, like I, yeah, I think Hugh Jackman did pretty okay. I mean,
0: it's it's the it's the biggest name that you can get to probably hold down that role, or just oh, absolutely, somebody, you know what I mean.
1: And that's sort of, like, one thing I wanted to talk about with, about, like, movie musicals as a genre. I think they're not incredibly popular. Like, it's a huge, like, niche audience that they're trying to um, connect with. And so I think to, like, make their movies more popular or or more of a commercial success, they focus more on getting names than about, like, getting the right people for the roles.
0: Absolutely. I think I think the new West Side Story movie is going to be interesting though. because there yeah. are a, I know a lot of the Sharks and the Jets, the upcoming 2020 uh, Spielberg production we're talking about here. It's just the, a lot of the Sharks and the Jets are Broadway dancers and have dancing experience on a stage, so I'm just really interested to see that. I think that'll be Yeah, great.
1: and and for me, for most movie musicals, the best part about them is the ensemble. Exactly. Like even exactly even in Cats, which was atrocious. I'll talk more about it later because I feel like we could do a whole episode on Cats. We'll just talk <laughs> just a little bit about analyzing. it later. Frame by frame analysis of the Cats movie, <laughs> but like the dancing was pretty good. Like Francesca oh, yeah. Hayward, who who played Victoria Robbie Fairchild, like, great ballerina. Yeah, Robbie Fairchild uh was he Skimble Shanks? No.
0: No, he was Monkus Strap.
1: Right. Yeah. 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 He was yeah, very the, good. He was the storyteller, um, yeah. and I forget the guy. I forget the name of the guy who played Skimble Shanks, but well, like this uh, insane Stephen
0: McCrae. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, In- yeah absolutely yeah. like insane tap dancer. Skimble Shanks oh, that, was actually probably that was my, my favorite, favorite
0: number. Right? That was my, that was one hundred percent my
1: favorite number. They did Mister Mistopheles so dirty.
0: Yeah, I know, right
1: like come on he's like this incredible dancer and they just had him do like a bad magic act that was all special effects and also he doesn't he isn't supposed to sing that song it's supposed to be the rum tum tugger
0: yeah yep doing jason derulo anyway
1: (laughs) yeah truly let's let's get back on track
0: okay we're getting we're getting sidetracked by cats we're getting yeah we're getting off topic Let's cover our favorite movie musicals now, now that we've went and we've kind of elaborated just on the genre as a whole, I think, with the whole stunt casting and everything. So what's one of your favorite movie musicals, Aiden?
1: I really enjoyed the Jersey Boys musical.
0: I was I was about to say that. I was about to say that. Yeah, it's I thought it was a really good telling of it. And it still stayed true to the Broadway structure of uh, Tommy DeVito, Nick Massey. Uh, Frankie Valley and Bob Gaudio, Bob Gaudio telling, telling the story, just how in yeah. Broadway it's broken up from four vantage points, and I think they really did that well. I mean, it was also directed by Clint Eastwood, so I really wasn't expecting anything like awful. But... Yeah,
1: I didn't know that until today. Actually, I was I was doing some research and just watching some clips from the movie, um, just rewatching some some of my favorite clips. Cry for me, still just. That's it's one of my favorite song. songs on the Broadway musical, and it's also one of my favorite songs just mm-hmm. in the movie, and it's also just a good song.
0: Yeah, I'm also just a sucker for the Frankie valentine Four Seasons, I love their music. Oh, me
1: too. I think I, I think I talked about this already, how that was the first musical I saw on Broadway, and then I saw the original people who played the four seasons the original broadway cast four seasons who are now the midtown man and then i saw frankie valley himself live at when he was like 72 and he was incredible
0: yeah what's his name uh j robert spencer i think is his name he was in next to normal he was the original nick massey i think which is pretty interesting okay but also what i like about jersey boys is they kept uh the original frankie valley uh john lloyd young i think his name is john lloyd young Mm -hmm. yeah john lloyd young he he was the original frankie valley on broadway and they brought him back for the film which i thought was really really cool just how we were talking about earlier this whole stunt casting and no they took someone who knew the character of frankie valley who played it well who won a tony for it and put it on the Mm -hmm. screen and i think i think that was great and yeah also aaron eric bergen played bob Gaudio. He. He was on the national tour as Bob Gaudio, so yeah, he
1: was very I mean, good.
0: I mean, he's also just a he, people know who he is now. Just I'm pretty sure he's on Madam Secretary and stuff, but he's he's a very good singer. I like his voice a lot.
1: I think I think it also helped that like Frankie Valli and Bob Gaudio were executive producers for the movie.
0: Yeah, yeah. I they're doing that with uh, Tina the musical as well. Uh, Tina Turner is an executive producer on that. So I mean, oh, cool it's good those if a producer's doing a buy if one of the producers is the subject of the biopic it's usually going to be very true you know and i think that's great yeah me too all right so for my favorite movie musical as i said in the first episode west side story is my favorite musical it's also my favorite movie musical
1: <laughs> uh, best can, picture i can get behind that
0: Yeah, Best Picture winner in 1961. I mean, I just really liked it. I don't know, the dancing, just seeing it on the screen, I really liked a lot. But if you want to speak on that, have you seen it?
1: Not for a very, very long time. Um, Yeah, but um, I watched it when I was like young. So I probably I probably shouldn't speak to it. I love the music and I love the story. And I think that is definitely one of the ones that gets it right
0: yeah yeah exactly and i think they did uh they did have a big name in that movie in natalie wood who played maria which was kind of weird because she's not uh of hispanic descent at all which i thought was kind of yeah which was kind of problematic but i mean i think she sang, sang and acted the role well but i don't that that would never fly now and it should not fly now but i guess yeah. in 1961 i did so do you have another favorite that you'd like to speak on in?
1: um not really a favorite but one i don't have as many problems with i have a few with it but the newsies movie from Ugh. oh when did that come out
0: oh with christian bale
1: with christian bale who is my yeah, main that... problem with that movie
0: okay yeah i know it <sighs> that's interesting though because when that movie came out it was a commercial flop do you know that that doesn't surprise it me. was it was not well received that movie uh but i just think it's interesting that it does have this kind of culty following that it went on broadway then what was it 20 years later i just yeah I think that's really interesting
1: it is super interesting and the movie itself isn't bad like it does a good job again the ensemble is the best part about it and even the um yeah even like the davy can can sing it's just why christian bale like he wasn't big at this point and he is just like listening to him sing santa fe is awful
0: yeah it's not even uh, that's like uh that really makes me mad
1: yeah, because I I, I I was I was doing a lot of research in for different movie musicals today, and I went back and I watched some of the Newsies movie, too. I watched mm-hmm. Santa Fe particularly, and he's flat the entire time, oh, and, and there's it's just, just, like, there's no emotion.
0: Yeah, I think, I also think the musical coming out and Jeremy Jordan singing that song just brilliantly has made it seem like it's very, like, Bale's version is pretty bad i mean it's not good either like i'm not saying it's
1: good it but. was yeah it was never good but in comparison now it's just atrocious
0: i think i think it was kind of a bad thing that the musical came out for the movie just because oh, absolutely the, mu- the musical is just so much and the music is just better than the movie pretty clearly and yeah, 100 yeah
1: it's it's interesting because like i didn't I didn't know the 92 movie version existed until after I knew about the stage musical. Yeah. Cause first of all, like, it came out before I was born. So like, oh. and it wasn't, it wasn't a huge Disney movie. I don't think. Yeah. It
0: almost um, came out 30 years ago.
1: Yeah. That's insane. Um, so yeah, I learned about the stage musical and then I found out and I was like, Oh, Disney's newsies. And I looked it up and I was like, Oh, it's, it's a movie. And so I look. I watched the movie with my parents, and I was like, you know, it's not, it's not bad. Like, it's what the musical is based on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I guess technically I've already broken our rule, but it's, <laughs> I think it's different enough, because like, oh, well, no, I definitely have broken this rule, but I'm still gonna talk about Newsies. <laughs> That's um, fair.
0: I, I, I respect that.
1: I don't get casting christian bale in that role because other than that it was pretty okay
0: i agree yeah i don't something about 90s movies that just don't do it for me but that's that's just me i'm a i'm a film buff i'm a prick when it comes Mm to this (laughs) yeah i i have a movie review app that i log my reviews in it's called letterboxd pod listeners oh i've heard about that if you want to get on the letterboxd train it's really great yeah, but Newsies, I mean, they did make that stage uh, film version in 2017, which I've
1: watched. I love uh, that version.
0: Numerous times. But
1: I've seen it so many times, I own it. I think, see, that's what I think movie musicals should be right now, is like, I would love to get more professional recordings of stage shows. Yeah, it,
0: I, I know exactly what you mean. I just, I mean, the New York Public Library, you know how they have every filmed musical professionally you know that right
1: yeah yeah
0: but yeah i i agree i like the filmed stage musicals a lot more than just a mu- movie musical and maybe it's just my bias towards
1: theater of our film but what about you any other favorite movie musicals
0: i don't have any i mean i'm sure if i Did did some like very extensive research. I could find one and be like, oh, I mean, obviously, like Mary Poppins and those old ones. Not Guys and Dolls though. Marlon Brando cannot hold the tune, but like Mary Poppins, (laughs) obviously, Sound of Sound of Music, all all great movies. All Wizard Wizard of Oz. I mean, Wizard of Oz became a stage. No, it was a stage show in like 1900. But I mean, obviously, those three just like giants of Hollywood. Mm -hmm. the the pinnacle movie musicals i enjoy all of them i watch them pretty regularly with my family or just if i want some good entertainment but how about you anymore
1: none that like stand out to me because like i said i'm not a huge fan of the genre or i rather i really just wish they handled the genre differently um yeah i've got plenty that like i'm not a big fan of
0: oh yeah i have a few as well if you want to jump on that first
1: sure i'll talk on cats some more because it really just makes me angry (laughs) because it's 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 fresh in my mind it made everyone in america angry (laughs) it's awful i don't know why they released it 95 million dollars
0: that's ridiculous it's that
1: was the budget for that atrocity My main problem with it is the way it looks. There's plenty wrong with it, but just... I don't get why they shot it the way they did. Because the effects, like the cats, the thing you're staring at for 90 minutes... They don't look good. (laughs) And so you would think, knowing that... And having everyone say they don't look good from the first trailer... You would think you would shoot it in a way where you would try... And make them look better than they are. But most of the movie is these insane, creepy close-ups of these horrifying yeah. man, person, cat creatures.
0: It's like it's it's kind of like a furry's dream if you think about it. Just the whole movie. With <laughs> <laughs> I yeah, mean,
1: and that's, well, that's like that's another thing. The like the vibe of the mu- the movie is like weirdly sexual, cre- creepy, and it yeah doesn't like, have to be disgusting. It, <laughs> no, it it's doesn't. Just because what... the stage version isn't. Yeah,
0: I know it does. It really doesn't, and uh, it was really creepy. I just remember seeing it with two of my friends, and we were like, "What is going on?" It was. We were. We were kind of scared.
1: Yeah, it just it it. No parts of it are good.
0: The yeah. dancing
1: is like the best part. Like, because Idris, like they they have yeah. they have like talent dancers,
0: mm-hmm. but like Idris Elba just like coming out of nowhere just being like hey <laughs> like it's like yeah, whoa I, it's, I, do not, it's I, do, so I do not need this I do not I do not need this and, he, and yeah, also just, like oh my gosh yeah. the Taylor Swift song that that was so you could tell it wasn't written by Andrew Lloyd Webber <laughs> you just you just I knew think,
1: I think it was though or at least that's what they said.
0: No, I don't think so. Beautiful Ghosts, I do not think yeah. that was written by Andrew Legweber. I think that was solely Taylor Swift. Yeah, Taylor Swift.
1: Oh, it was? Ugh. Yeah, it's the I, song I keep that, forgetting like, she's Taylor in that Smith. movie.
0: <sighs> imagine that being your film debut. Could not imagine.
1: Well, that's what it was for Francesca Hayward, right? Didn't they make like a big deal yeah, about and that? and like, Taylor Swift, I'm pretty sure, right? No, she's been in other Yeah, movie. they did. She was in the- she, she was in The Giver, and she was also in The Lorax.
0: Oh, right, 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 right. Jeez, we got a big but Taylor yeah. Swift fan over here. But
1: I, <laughs> no, 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 like for real though, I love Taylor Swift. I saw Taylor Swift in concert when I was twelve years old. She's incredible, what? and she can do no wrong, except for the Cats movie.
0: Except for the Cats movie, yeah. No, I, lo- I, like her voice. I like her music too. Uh, but yeah, no, yeah. They, they did make a big point on Francesca Hayward. They're like, and it, it was like Judy Dench james corden idris elba and introducing francesca hayward just like oh yeah like that's really exciting i mean i knew she was a great great ballet dancer but i mean if this was your film debut i'm sorry
1: yeah and just (laughs) like making making such a big deal about it is like it's like uh...
0: (laughs) yeah i'm sure i'm sure some of these actors will want to forget that this ever happened to them
1: oh i guarantee it like they must have just been paid absorbent amounts of money oh they were i don't think any (laughs) of them like looked at the i don't think any of them looked at like the script and the creative vision were like yeah this is something i believe in heavily yeah
0: no i know what you mean no i just think it's really interesting that they were in cgi fur and stuff because the point of cats it's like hey they're dressed in cats costumes But in the movie, they were kind of saying, "Hey, they are cats. We want you to see them as cats, solely as cats, not as people." And I don't know that it just. I mean, I think that's like what the.
1: I think that's what the stage version is going for. But like having them be people in costumes, pretending to be cats, is way better. No, that's just normal
0: that's like a halloween yeah. costume you know what i mean like it's not
1: exactly yeah and it's it's it was just very jarring to sort of see how they they try and meld the the person and like cat facade and seeing like these these people who are who clearly have human features like crawling around on all fours like yeah there's yeah, some of that the in co- the, stage the production. cockroaches having
0: the cockroaching cockroaches having faces
1: like, yeah the cockroaches and mice what? were the worst part of that movie because they like they looked they looked worse than the cats and i was like how's that possible
0: <laughs> you had a budget of 95 million dollars yeah. and you just uh, yeah. threw it away
1: <laughs> truly that <laughs> movie should go straight in the trash
0: all right we don't want to promote cats anymore <laughs> we do not want people to i mean part of me is like i don't want people to see this but i do want people to see this
1: do you I know what i mean to suffer like i did yeah
0: so another movie musical that i did not think did a good job is phantom of the opera the 2004 version
1: yeah not it,
0: mainly yeah mainly it's just gerard butler playing the For phantom sure. just i mean
1: i think we, we we can read our first question yeah because it pertains to this this is a question we got from our friend melina who writes every night i lie awake wondering why they casted a phantom in the phantom of the opera movie who couldn't sing parentheses gerard butler and parentheses why 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 please help me out to understand off-broadway podcast
0: yeah, I th- I mean, it. I think it's solely based off what you were saying earlier with the stunt casting. Uh, what we've been talking about the whole episode, just they needed a name in the movie, and Emmy Rossum really wasn't a name at that time who plays Christine, but mm-hmm. Gerard Butler was, and I think it was solely based on that, which is really a shame because he could not sing. <laughs>
1: The Phantom is such an iconic role, and he's iconic for having this incredible voice. Mm-hmm. And I will say this, I don't think Gerard Butler was the most atrocious really? voice I've heard. Like I actually thought... Oh,
0: do you, mean did in, do you mean in the movie, or just in the whole movie musical genre?
1: In the whole movie musical genre
0: okay yeah agreed agreed because there's one there's one person who is on like unsubjectively and objectively just the worst but i can see that
1: later (laughs) um but like i will say that like his music of the night it's not great but it's not awful um actually it's interesting because music of the night is a incredibly challenging song um yeah oh yeah it's very, very hard because it's got this wild range. And he does worse with his Phantom of the Opera, his duet with Christine, which is much easier in my personal opinion. Yeah, agree. And so that agreed. confused me. And I, and it I, it makes me think whether or not it's always his voice that you hear. I think definitely he is singing a lot of it. But during Music of the Night, when he hits the high note, which I believe is an A... It sounds clear and it sounds good, but it doesn't sound at all like what he had just been singing. So partly yeah. he thinks they like they brought in a ringer and had him sing the high note because Gerard Butler couldn't do it. Now that's based on no evidence besides yeah. my own ears. Yeah, so. I,
0: I yeah, I know they did that for uh the Queen movie. Bohemian Rhapsody. Rami Malek didn't sing anything. Uh they just got some guy who does Freddie Mercury impersonation just insane. And also Wait, really?
1: Uh, I thought they just I thought they just dubbed over actual Freddie Mercury.
0: Uh they did three they did two things. They used the one guy and then they used clips of Freddie Mercury.
1: Yeah, I watched this is a bit just a bit of like a sidetrack, but I also watched Bohemian Rhapsody. Enjoyed the movie. This is like a, these are like sort of like pseudo movie musicals. uh, Bohemian Rhapsody and something like Rocket Man. Yeah. And it was just weird seeing Rami Malik and then seeing him open his mouth and having Frankie, Frankie, Jesus, Freddie Mercury's voice come out.
0: Yeah, I know, I know exactly. Because Rami Malik is just, his voice is very distinct. And I just could never imagine him singing (laughs) like it. I'm a big fan of Rami Malik's pod listeners. I have a shirt that's just his <laughs> face. But yeah, on the Bohemian Rhapsody and Rocket Man, I actually enjoyed Rocket Man more.
1: Oh me too. It was it was better.
0: Yeah, I I thought I think that is a show that I think can be adapted for the stage in years to come, definitely. I
1: bet. Yeah. Just I mean be, Elton just John beca- has written musicals.
0: Oh yeah. Uh what was it? Aida.
1: Aida, yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, Lion King, right? Lion King?
1: Yeah. Yeah, did yeah, the Lion King.
0: Uh, but yeah, I just think just the various perspectives and characters that were in Elton's life, singing songs written by him, I think that follows a more narrative structure of a musical. And I think it's something that could be very successful on stage.
1: I also appreciate that Taron Egerton... Sang, sang all, all of, the songs he was incredible. which is insane
0: he was he's yeah. he's such a good singer i have so much more was, respect for him now. Like,
1: he was so good and i also like i think i believe i heard this there was like an interview with elton john because they wanted to make rocket man pg-13 mm-hmm. and he just says i did not live a pg-13 life and i was like thank you that's yeah, perfect he,
0: he was also a producer on that i believe yeah what are some... Uh, do you have another worst favorite music, movie musical?
1: Least favorite? I didn't like the Into the Woods movie musical.
0: Ooh, okay. Okay, yeah, I'm I just like a, I'm a... I'm a very big fan of Into the Woods, so... Oh, me too. I, I I liked it.
1: I don't know. I'm not the biggest James Corden fan. Okay. Um, I didn't really like his portrayal of the baker i also just didn't like the movie in general i think because into the woods is so out there and Mm -hmm. so wild i think it lends itself to being a stage musical because you can sort of like go all out like you can you can like play to the back row but when you bring everything in front of a camera and like essentially put it under this lens i think some of that falls short.
0: Yeah, I I agree. I agree with that. I mean, Into the Woods is just something that I would have, if I was a producer or even a director, I would not think of making a movie about. That's just me, personally. I think it's better suited for the stage. And there are obviously shows that are like that, as we've been speaking to, Cats, Phantom, like... I just don't think they need to be made for the big screen.
1: And I think... I think it's important to think like, cause I want musicals to be more mainstream. I want them to get oh, as yeah. much attention what, as I believe audience, they no. deserve. And so I think that's like, I think that's the big thing about movie musicals is I think that's what they're trying to do. They're trying to bring attention to like the musical genre as a whole, but I think they're actually hindering it because oftentimes they fall short, which is why I wish it was just more commonplace to do professional recordings of staged versions. Cause I exactly, honestly think that exactly. would do the job more.
0: Yeah, I, I know exactly what you mean, because the, everything is there then the talent, the, the wonderful sets, just the acting, everything is there. And the people who are playing the roles have played them on Broadway for how long, I mean, they've studied extensively these characters and stuff and i just think i think that would be beneficial but i just think it's a whole thing if people don't want to see stage musicals i mean we do but the typical audience probably doesn't want to see a stage musical on the screen i don't
1: yeah no i know what you mean because it's like that's it's, it's sort of our thing i mean we both are going to college for theater like Obviously, this is something we're very passionate about and we love, but we have to realize that it's not everyone's cup of tea. Exactly. Exactly. So, yeah.
0: Yeah. I uh, about The thing about Into the Woods I liked is that they got A-listers, but they could sing. Do you know what I mean? Yes. Like, yes. James, James Corden can sing. Emily Blunt can sing. Meryl Streep can sing. I thought, I mean, Johnny Depp, that was kind of weird to put him in there. But, I mean, he had, he had done Sweeney Todd, but
1: yeah oh boy we didn't even talk about the sweeney todd
0: i i've never seen it so i can't really speak on that
1: but i've seen it a long long time ago yeah um i don't remember it being awful but i was very young when i saw it so i'll probably have to give it another another watch before i pass judgment
0: yeah is there anything about the genre that you really dislike because i i mean we have spoke about it the whole stunt casting thing
1: I think that is like the main part of it that gets to me is I feel like a lot of it is it's it's less about doing justice to the musical and more about bringing in the biggest audience.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know exactly what you mean. And a big example of the stunt casting that I like to bring up, this is my... What I think is the worst performance in a movie musical ever is Pierce Brosnan in Mamma Mia. Gosh, it's it's painful. I think they did it just because he had been coming off of being James Bond and he was this big name. And I mean, he's a good looking guy, but he just could not sing. And it was i felt bad for meryl streep to have to sing sos with him
1: yeah so wait mamma mia mamma mia was a a stage show before a movie
0: i think so
1: right i think you're right too i guess i didn't realize i thought mamma mia was older than 2008 for some reason
0: but yeah no 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 it's like 2002 yeah
1: I think the I think the musical came out in '99, and the movie came out in 2008. I guess. Yep. But interesting.
0: Yeah, that's another topic we could bring up in a future episode. Just the the whole genre of a jukebox musical, because that's a whole different beast than that is a whole whole different
1: thing. And that's that's. I mean, I think it's I think it's becoming more common now.
0: Oh, absolutely. Well, we've
1: got Jagged Little Pill, Girl from the North Country.
0: Yeah, uh, MJ, the musical is coming out. Yep. Uh, Tina, there's just Tina. so many. There's so many. <laughs> there's so many. A ton of them. I could name them all day. <laughs> but yeah, I, just, I think that's something we definitely need to bring up in a future episode. For sure. Uh, so another question we had coming into the episode is from Matt, who says what changes need to be made when a stage musical is adapted for the screen are such changes necessary? Why or why not? I think that's a really this is a great question. Yeah, That's a great question.
1: Would you say anything's necessary? I don't. Well, we've talked a bit about how we would prefer professional recordings to sort of the movie musical genre. But I think mm-hmm. if we're looking at actually creating a movie musical in, like, the style of the ones that are released, like, in the style of Les Mis or Cats, I think there are changes that need to be made.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I don't... See, I don't think any changes should be plot-based. should be
1: plot based. No. I, I would agree. Because the
0: usually, I mean, the movie musicals have been commercially successful, and they are successful because of these stories and the stories that they tell, and I just think that at times when a musical changes its plot for the screen it's it's just not fortuitous i don't i don't think it's great
1: i would agree i think the changes that need to be made i like we've talked about this a lot and i'm I, at risk of sounding like a broken record i think the change that needs to be made is like the focus on casting i really think mm. casting needs to be more about talent and less about names if you want to make a respectable movie musical
0: exactly no i think i think they are working more towards that as you're saying like we've said with uh like we've said with cats i mean cats had good talent besides the the a-listers that they put in there i thought they had really good talent in the dance in the dancers as well as i think the new upcoming west side story movie is I mean, as well as In the Heights, which is being made a movie. Oh my
1: gosh, I can't wait for that. That actually yeah, looks great. I mean, Anthony
0: Ramos starring in a role is going to be really cool.
1: Um, I'm I'm definitely excited for In the Heights because that feels like a movie musical that's sort of like made by a Broadway legend mm-hmm. or like Broadway fans. It like Exactly. It exactly. feels like it holds true. And it's also just like such a great story that I think is going to serve itself well to um the screen. And that's that's like another thing I think needs to be changed. I think we need to pick what musicals we bring to the screen more carefully. Cuz like I was exactly, saying Exactly. I I don't think Cats was the right choice. I also don't think like Into the Woods was the best choice. I think Into the Woods worked better than Cats and I think Cats could have been better but those are different conversations but I yeah. feel like In the Heights has a fantastic story that I think will play well on the screen I think you could bring some golden age musicals to the screen like I think you could do a good version of She Loves Me because um, yes. like yes. movies like that have already like existed like, you've got mail. Isn't that? Like yeah, it's essentially. Premise, essentially? Yeah, essentially,
0: yeah. Just more modernized. Mm-hmm. But also, I think, yeah, I think another change that needs to be made is just the deliberation of it and just the creative process of it, really, just to just the creative forces behind it to say, like, hey, is this relevant now? Would this be successful? Is this what our audience wants to see? And I, and I would like to like like Wicked like I really want a Wicked movie.
1: I think that could work.
0: I, I mean, it has been in the works for a while now. It's just they have not come up with casting or anything.
1: I don't know if they could do Idina Menzel and Kristen Chenoweth at that at this point. Oh, They're probably no, Too I old. I don't think. Yeah, I don't
0: think they. I don't think they will. But uh, yeah, it gets twenty twenty release date from Universal. So okay. it's coming. that's so exciting.
1: Cool. I'm excited. I think a chorus line worked. I'm looking at it now, the movie version, and it didn't get a great review. It has 40% on Rotten Tomatoes, a six out of 10 on IMDb, and a 46 on Metacritic. And I honestly think that's harsh. I thought they did pretty well.
0: Yeah. And a show like Chorus Line, where it is like those singular focuses on the characters during their songs. I think that's really suited for film. And, you could do so many things with film just on one character you know
1: absolutely and i think the characters are so deep like paul as a character paul's monologue is like heartbreaking and you really you like you feel for him and then when he breaks his leg at the audition and you're like it just hurts to watch
0: i just think the whole genre is really going in the right direction i mean besides cats like we (laughs) want to put
1: that we were yeah that was our that was our step back after a couple yeah. steps forward yeah
0: but i think like within the heights coming out the new west side story like it will reinvigorate the genre as a whole and really commercialize these stories more than
1: they have been i think i hope so and i think with like with movies like la la land and like oh Great yeah. showman yeah, Even though I, I'm, not, I'm not I'm not huge fans, like I'm not a huge fan of either of those films. What? But I do th- Yeah.
0: I mean, The Greatest Showman, I'm with you there. I'm not the biggest fan of that. But La La Land, really?
1: I didn't like it. Okay. I for me my problem was like my problem was the casting mm-hmm. again. It was better. Yeah. It was definitely better, but I I don't think it was Ryan Gosling's role. Okay, yeah,
0: that's 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 fair. That's fair.
1: What, I know people will murder me for that because people are like in love with him, and I'm in love with yeah. him. He's fantastic. Blade Runner, love it, love him. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, I love my him. like, cool. and and people people defend people defend that like choice, and they're always like their their main point is like, oh, he's just a normal guy, so it's okay. He doesn't have. This perfect voice. He doesn't have a bad voice. I think he sings well. Um, but I I I hate that argument because it's like, you know, people who sing well are normal people. You could have found an actor who had the acting ability and like the dancing ability and like the singing ability. You could have found like a triple it's, exactly to fill exactly that role.
0: Robbie Fairchild and <laughs> like boom
1: yeah <laughs> there and, he is and like I. <laughs> I so i think it was just like i think they chose ryan gosling because of the name and they also had mm-hmm. they had other names like emma stone i think um did well I mean, she won an oscar um, for it so yeah that's true wait. she did yeah
0: do you know they were um, considering emma watson for that role
1: i can yeah uh, i don't i i think emma stone was the better choice there wait wait
0: it might have been Emma Stone in Beauty and the Beast. I'm not sure. I'll fact check that now. I'll get back okay, to it. Okay. Keep, keep on what, what what you're saying.
1: Talking about um, La La Land. It's, yeah. It's, yeah. Um, because then everyone's everyone's like, oh, he he's a normal person. But then he has like this whole dance number where he dances really well because he is a strong dancer. And it's just like your argument just falls apart because like mm-hmm. – the movie takes embellishments it's sort of like this modern day fairy tale where it switches between these very like almost fantasy like like dreamscapes like when they're when they're doing that whole dance or, yeah, like, the whole yeah city of stars thing um mm-hmm. and and the whole like the opening the like another day in the sun where everyone like gets out and is dancing on their cars and all that jazz it's like oh yeah i just think i just think that argument is stupid and i feel like that is often the main argument put forward. and Yeah.
0: I, think... I see I see where you're coming at. I'm just... I'm really interested to see if they make that a stage show. Yeah, I think it could work, yeah. But I, I think what they'd have to do with it is do what Frozen did and add more songs just because La La Land did not have a lot of songs. It was like... Oh, yeah. The, yeah. It, And I think... I, I trust the the people who wrote the music. Cause I do like the Passing music of La La Land a lot. Yeah. I mean, it is Pascal and Paul. So, I mean, yes, yeah. have no, so much I, stage experience, but
1: for real, I, I agree with that. And I, I definitely respect La La Land and Greatest Showman for like what they're doing. And I think mm-hmm. that is sort of good for us. And it's helping to move this genre forward. And I definitely like, I enjoy this genre and I like that musicals you see on the screen now don't like have to be animated.
0: Yeah. Anim- animation is a whole different. It's a whole different topic. Just with, yeah. like beauty and the beast. I mean, they're remaking a live action version of that, Little Mermaid, which is well,
1: because that, Disney's doing all of that. Now that we have live action, <laughs> Aladdin, live action, beauty and the beast, live action, live action in big quotes for lion King. Cause it's all just CGI. And, yeah. You know, guys. Those weren't live people animated animals still an animated movie just looks nicer
0: exactly there's like i don't
1: i don't why call it Uh, live action
0: uh we we can talk on that in a whole separate episode because
1: yeah i do want to touch on it briefly though because (laughs) like i for me it's just like beauty and the beast and aladdin at this point and it's just like i think those were sort of like the best picks because like yeah yeah humanoid characters um i didn't like them though i think the animated versions were better
0: oh absolutely yeah nothing nothing will ever beat those but
1: yeah i yeah i agree um i also think they should have just used the broadway music exactly the live action movie versions
0: exactly because if i can't love her i mean that's such a beautiful song and they just replace
1: it with evermore yeah, Evermore was bad. Yeah, it's, no.
0: But also, Aladdin has Aladdin has had a successful stage show that has been on for so long. I mean, as had Oh yeah, Lion King and Beauty and the Beast had a successful Broadway run, and they just oh, like proud of your boy from Aladdin. That's such Beautiful. a great. That's such a great ballad, and they just did not include it in the new live action, which is. I mean, they did add a song for Jasmine, but. I think they should take the soundtracks from the Broadway shows that have been successful and put them in the new movies but that's just my it's two
1: just when because I think when you like move a show to Broadway, the music is such a central focus that it's always incredibly strong
0: mm-hmm, yeah and
1: so like i I feel like that's what that should then be your standard if you're going to remake. A musical for the screen like i think for little mermaid they should have prince eric sing her voice
0: yeah exactly and the casting has come out for that have you seen it
1: i can't i don't think so
0: okay uh david diggs is the voice of sebastian oh i so, have seen some of this casting yeah someone we know could sing, but like melissa mccarthy is ursula and there's kind of a there's kind of no names for uh, i think it's hallie bailey is the lip is uh ariel and some british guy is prince eric i need to look that up but that honestly that honestly
1: gives me hope because like i i know we say like i know we say no names but i mean like yeah and cat in a live action show is like is good because it's like it's not stunt casting at that point i don't think I think yeah, if you've got if yeah. you're leading if your leading people are people we haven't heard of, that gives me more hope than if like the leading yeah. person was like Emma Watson, like
0: yeah, 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 exactly. Uh, Jonah Howard King is his name. Uh, I'm excited to see where that goes. I don't know. So I think that wraps up our discussion on just the whole movie musical genre as a whole.
1: Yeah, I would agree.
0: Thank you for listening this week on Off-Broadway.
1: Absolutely. We'll see you next week.